What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go papertarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Homes.com knows having the right agent can make or break your home search. That's why they provide home shoppers with an agent directory that gives you a detailed look at each agent's experience, like the number of closed sales in a specific neighborhood, average price range, and more. It lets you easily connect with all the agents in the area you're searching so you can find the right agent with the right experience and ultimately the right home for you. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Hello and welcome to another episode of Nerdificent. I am one half of your host, Danny Fernandez, and sitting across from me... Ify Wadi Way. How's it going? Ify Wadi Way. And you can't see, but he's in Majin Boo. Oh, pink. yeah. These are some shorts I picked up uh, while I was in New York um, at the uh, Billionaire Boys Club. Uh, it's the ice cream shorts. And I was like, oh, yeah, I like it. Yeah. yeah. And today we're joined by one of our dear friends. We've known him because Ify and I were hosts at Hyper RPG, where we met Matt, um, who's also a host there. He's a host and producer. It's Matt Acevedo. Hey. Hi. Yeah, thanks for having me. And I got to say, I love the Majin Buu. It looks real good. You look really good, Ify. <laughs> yeah, what am Thank I? You. I don't even know what you would call this. But I am color coordinated. Yeah. I'm in magenta. Nice. And yeah, and I'm in a, a You're Pokemon. in a Pokemon. Uh-huh. Yeah. A Uniqlo uh, Pokemon shirt, so. <laughs> yeah, so we normally start our podcast with what we're geeking out about, but since we're covering Pokemon, yeah. and it's such a huge topic, I thought we would dive right into it, but I do know that when we asked for Pokemon, people, like so many people tagged you, and it uh, made sense. I think you were supposed to come on our Nintendo episode, but yeah. you couldn't, because you're also a big Nintendo head. Yeah, Nintendo is like my, it's my forte. It's what, it's literally the thing I'm most passionate about of anything. I don't know if I'd ever want to work for Nintendo because I love it so much. You that's know I mean? hilarious. <laughs> like, we've done hosting for them. I've like hosted for them. And like, that's like about the extent of it. Oh, yeah, you, you have. Know? Yeah, yeah, that was really fun. But I just, they're just, I don't know. I feel what I love about this is that company is that they just focus. It's just so positive, I feel like. Like all their content and all their, their game is all about bringing people together. And I just really latch onto that. Yeah. So is that something, I mean, I assume that's how you got introduced to Pokemon was from mm-hmm. the games? Yeah. It, po- okay. it was the games. And I I was real young, man. I was I was in, uh, I think, first grade when the game came out, Pokemon Red. And I got it for Christmas along with the Game Boy Color. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just, it, I, that was before the show, I think. I think the show came came after but yes. the game was what got me hooked on it and i just remember like that that's the feeling of opening it up on christmas morning and you know putting it in here the ding you know and, and oh, just yeah. the dun, dun, like the, dun, 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 and just mm-hmm. the sense of adventure that was happening and 
from the moment Professor Oat asked me like what my name was, I was like, this is it. <laughs> this is it. That was the, the name part is what hooked yeah. you. Are you a boy or a girl? It's like, oh, customization. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I think our friend Kyle A. Bear is the voice of Professor Oak. No way. Mm-hmm. Oh, you would know because he's the voice of adult Gohan. <gasps> That's right. Yeah. I didn't know he does prof- uh, uh-huh. Professor Oak too. Yeah. Well, he's got a great voice. Y- he does. Yeah. 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 He's, he's done so many. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the yeah. world of Pokemon. <laughs> oh, that's totally him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it was wild because Pokemon was like kind of, uh, at least for our generation, this like smash hit. And it was like everyone was Poke crazy. You know, we ended up leading up to having a movie and it just kind of took over everywhere. Yeah. And it was a thing that we thought would eventually go away with the 90s and it stood. The anime kept running. They kept mm-hmm. coming out with new versions after. And it seems like there's a whole new generation of Poke fans. Yeah. And I feel like what they've been doing has been so great because. You know, they have the games, you have the excitement from the games, and the show comes out, and it's like, oh, I, like, are we done with the game? Oh, here's a new game. Like, I feel like their pacing with releasing content is just so dang good. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, Digimon kind of came out around, like, a little bit after, but kind of yeah. around the same time, and it just hasn't, it definitely still has its fans, and mm-hmm. it still has, you know, things that are coming out. Um, I know Digimon Adventure, uh, Try. Last, uh-huh. The... Yeah, well, it hasn't latched on the same way, or hasn't yeah. it blown up the same way that Pokemon has. Yeah, I think, uh, I love Digimon. I think what happened was to, uh, you know, um, uh, American audiences at least, because it came out around the same time Pokemon came out and it has a similar name, it kind of like became, oh, it's just a copycat of this. But Digimon is like a completely right, different right, right. thing, which yeah. is like, you know, it's, it, and I, I don't think it latched on because I don't think the games are nearly as good as Pokemon. Okay. You know? Yeah. They're more traditional JRPG style kind of games. Like, yeah. Yeah, well, Pokemon's a little more user-friendly, I think. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, also, you know, I feel like, I've said this before, the Digimon anime is way more solid than the Pokemon anime. Like, the Pokemon anime, you know, there are some stands for it, but I feel like, you know, Digimon had to beat uh, every time. The design was cooler, but... Thus, alas, Pokemon is the one that... Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's got one of the best dub theme songs ever made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? <laughs> that's true. I can't. I will say that because, you know, it was just Digimon, digital monsters, Digimon are the champions. Uh, Digimon, Love it. That is... to ultimate. Yeah. Digital <laughs> monsters, and then we have pocket monsters. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so let's just hop into the history of Pokemon. So it was created by Satoshi Tajiri, and he actually, when he was growing up, he had a fondness of catching insects and tadpoles. Uh, near his home in suburban Tokyo. So he essentially wanted to make a game. He actually had a magazine. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you know this. He actually had a magazine that he made. It was a gaming one called Game Freak that he did with the help of Ken Sugimori. Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. So they did that. And then when Tajiri discovered the Game Boy, then he had this idea to, to move essentially. He actually was inspired by Ultraman and Ultra 7, which is a fantasy television show in which the protagonists use giant monsters contained with small capsules. That sounds familiar. Yep. And so when he made this new game, when they made the new game, they called it Capsule Monsters. But then due to trademarking issues, they ended up changing it to Pocket Monsters or as we know now, Pokemon. Yeah. Which yeah. is so awesome. I love that. Even represented in the games, you kind of see like... Not only is you know the element of catching, but also like you know he liked to catch bugs, and like in the, in all of the Pokemon games, there are the trainers like I'm bug catcher. And oh like, yeah, you know I'm fisherman. <laughs> I'm definitely shouting out those bug catchers throughout the whole thing. Yeah, don't sleep on the bug catchers, man. I know yeah. they keep uh, popping off. Yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, we were talking about you popping in the first one. And as you know, the franchise began as Pokemon Red and Green, mm-hmm. which was in Japan. But mm-hmm. we knew it as Pokemon Red and Blue. That's right. And it was a pair of video games for the original Game Boy that were developed by Game Freak and published to Nintendo in February, which was my birthday, which is probably why I was able to get it in 1996, uh, making that um, eight years after me and Danny, uh, oh my gosh! This earth. Well, <laughs> uh, well, and- well. Yeah, the game came out in Japan and then was so popular they were able to have it come out in. Uh, yeah, right. And that was so interesting too because it was two separate games but the same game. Which I mean, now Fire Emblem's kind of doing that with the houses, but Ooh, they had yeah. Fates and Birthright, yes. uh, with the one before that, and and that is like a different energy to kind of capitalize on a craze because not only do you customize your character in the game the names of your pokemon but also you can have a choice of which version you want to have and the pokemon you're able to catch yeah changes between that and yeah and there are you know as you said there were there are exclusives to each game and back then it was like a way bigger deal because yeah. you want to catch them all you either needed the link cable which i feel oh, like yeah. no one had yep. Yep. or you needed to just get both copies of the game yeah you needed a friend with rich parents who bought them every accessory for the game <laughs> like even that weird reading light that would plug I had the, the reading light man okay so you were the rich kid I guess so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I heard it here first <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah man like I don't know it was just like and now it's, it's just easier with, with online and everything it's just so much You don't, I don't feel like you need to get the other ones I think if you were talking about Fire Emblem like at least with each house it's like different stories a little bit like you're getting different sides of it but at least like nowadays if you do Pokemon you could just trade with, like I could just trade with Ify it's like oh like yeah. you have an exclusive uh, Mankey on your I need to make you, so I'll go to you and we'll trade. So yeah, yeah. Can you walk people through what those first games were like? Oh man, so the first games, it well, it's what it was like, like the just the overall experience. Yeah, or like you know, playing them on the Game Boy. Um, what essentially was your goal and the yeah. the characters that you ran into? I'm gonna transform myself. I'm gonna go back into the shoes of seven year old Matt and my experiencing it. It was the first time for me that I was the one. It was like my journey. It was like Matt is in this game. I named him Matt. And, you know, I was going on this journey and I got to go and, uh, you know, make new friends and allies and rivals. And it, it was just this discovery and growing not only with myself, but with my Pokemon who became my friends, who I had named after my friends uh, back in, uh, you know, first grade. I would name them like, oh, this one's Patrick and this one's like, you know, Steven or whatever. Uh, but it was like my party of friends that we like we grew together. Um, but at the same, we're not just only not only are we like just trying to be the best. We're also like uncovering like a mafia plot going on and like thwarting like bad guys at the same time. Because, um, you know, in, in the first game, there's Team Rocket and Team Rocket is doing this whole thing where they're trying to you know uh, replicate Mew which is the first ancient Pokemon and so they created Mewtwo and they did a bunch of shady stuff and then, like you're just this 10 year old kid going around busting their chops uh, and that was like real real cool so I don't know man it just I just get so happy thinking about it I know it's uh, what's cool too is you know it's a solid formula because it's kind of repeated in every game and there's mm-hmm. minor tweaks here and there but you know you have your hero character which is you uh, you have the professor uh, you always have a um, what is what what are they called at the Pokemon Center is it Nurse Jenny? oh Nurse Joyce mm-hmm. Nurse and, uh, Joyce Officer Jenny's yeah Nurse Joyce <laughs> Officer Jenny's you have your gym leaders 
and you have the Elite Four, and you have your Team Rocket, or it's changed over the years, but your your antagonist gang, and then of course your rival. And now they've kind of added a buddy to take that like last Pokemon. Yeah, I, I'm not. You know, the buddy's a, he's cute. The buddy's usually cute. Well, I'm like, all right, get out of here, kid. <laughs> yeah, I don't need. A buddy. Like, let me get my rival yeah, in yeah, here. Yeah, you know? yeah, let me beat him up real yeah. quick. Show him who's boss. Yeah. Uh, but you know, even though in that first game, because like. It, I, I wasn't aware. Like, I think the main weaknesses made sense. Like, fire beats, you know, grass. Grass uh, beats, uh, you know, water. Water beats fire. But, yeah. like, outside of that, it was a lot of discovering of, like, oh, my gosh. Like, what defeats rock and what defeats yeah. psychic, you know? And it was just this, like. Water. Fighting. Yeah. So, like, that, for, especially that first time through, it was just, like, really just figuring it out, you know? I know. It, it is funny, the the types and the weaknesses because it all started i feel like it was pretty like i can see why water would beat rock i can yeah. see why fighting might defeat psychic but now we're got we got fairy right <laughs> fairy like, is uh good against dragons yeah <laughs> yeah because dragons were op for a long time they were very they're, OP. they're only weak mm-hmm. to dragon yeah yeah i mean and lance was the guy you know lance was super cool man i love lance <laughs> he was the dragon elite four yeah i leader. know who oh, lance yeah. was but it was just funny seems like he's so cool and i wanted to punch his face in. i was like i'm you keep beating me and i'm gonna end you yeah yeah you know I, like talking going back and talking about like our first time through i'm remembering like every like I, now it's just kind of in the subconscious that i know who, all these pokemon they could they bring them back you know right. but that first time I, I every single time you see a new pokemon you'd be like Oh my gosh, what is this yes. thing? You know, I used I used a Master Ball the first time on a Ditto because in the show it was like, oh wow, this Ditto can transform into anything. And I was like, I have to catch that Ditto. Yeah. And I, I was just so excited the first time I saw it. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so rare. Like, I'll never <laughs> see this Ditto again. So I just, I didn't even try to weaken. I just threw my Master Ball I got at Silphco and on this Ditto. And I had a, when I got to Mewtwo, I was just using uh, like Ultra Balls. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I did it backwards, man. Yeah. But you still caught Mewtwo. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, So this year, so 1996 that the games came out, also saw the release of the trading card game, which Mm -hmm. was huge. By the way, it had uh, 102 cards and was super popular. I was like the person that had all of my cards in the little card uh, holder. And then I would just like take them to school and I just like looking. I just thought they were so pretty. I did that with like all of my anime trading cards. I just thought I just didn't want to give them. Uh, I totally, I'm, I'm totally with you on that though. I didn't want anything to happen to them. Same, and for me, you know what's weird? I, me and my cousins, we didn't play the card game until later. Uh, we just collected the cards. It was just weird. Yeah, things. kids should same. not be doing that. Yeah. <laughs> with that game. I had a set of Pikachu. I had, and um, it was this, this Pikachu toy. I think it was like the Hear No Evil, See No Evil, or something. I don't know. It was something like that. And I literally did not take it out of the box. Yeah, I did not. I was that yeah. kid, and I just left. I thought my Pikachu was so pretty, and I didn't want anything to happen to it, and I just left it oh, in there. So in the starter set where you can, where it has the uh, window, so you can see the card in there. Yeah, see, I never had that. My my parents would never invest that much money into a thing I liked, so I always bought boosters. And if you aren't aware, boosters don't come with energy cards. They mm. just have other Pokemon cards. Uh, so what that means is I had a whole bunch of Pokemon, yeah, uh, but no way to play them. So I never was able to play the game. Meanwhile, my best friend Weldon, his parents were taking them to Walden's book to compete in the Pokemon leagues. Wow. Because wow. they had the local Pokemon leagues where you would uh, play against people 
people, and then when you would win, you'd get a badge, a physical badge. What? You actually got badges? Yes. Yes. That's like a dream come true, man. Yeah, That's well, sick. you missed out on it. <laughs> we missed out. But they still have them that you could go to. I mean, oh, yeah. the, the league is still going strong. They, they go live on Twitch quite often um, yeah. for the, the championships. But it, it, that... You know, we'll get to this later, but even like watching like pro Pokemon fights, like it really seems like the strat is to one shot every poke. So like it's never that <laughs> exciting to watch because it's like, all right, this guy has the thing to one shot. Oh yeah, yeah. that's I, true. I never got into the competitive aspect of the of the game like that uh, because of that. I'm like, well, we're just gonna keep you know trading in like you know returning Pokemon and sending out the ones that's gonna match that type, you know, but. It's kind of like a gamble. It's like, oh, I hope he throws out this. Or, yeah. But there are crazy combos that you can't do. Like, there's there's moves that like like can you can like oh, I forgot the name of this move, but it would like return the other person's Pokemon to the Pokeball, and they have to put throw in the next one of their party. Mm-hmm. And there's like you know there's combos you can do and stuff. But I never got that deep into that because it was it was mostly just for me. You know. Yeah. Same same here. Yeah. Y'all, 1996 was a huge year because after, so they have the game release, they have the trading card release, then they have the manga release in November 1996, and then finally, this is when I really got into it, finally, the following year, April 1st, 1997, is when the anime series premiered. We had Pokemon trader Satoshi, who was later dubbed, as we know, um, as Ash Ketchum, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. who was named after Satoshi the Creator, um, based on Red. And another character introduced in the first episode was his rival, who was later Gary Oak, based on Blue. Gary. Gary that guy. Oak. So, <laughs> yeah, the, the anime is, I mean. I want to be the very best, like no one ever was. To catch them is my real test. To train them is my call. So, yeah, that's so iconic. <laughs> 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 Gotta catch them all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. However much of that we were able to play, you teach me. Look, we might not have gotten to that part, Danny. We don't know how much we could legally play because it could have been. Gotta catch them all. Gotta catch them all. And it's back to us. You go and play the first ten seconds. Um. Okay, so talk us through some of the the main characters here. Team Rocket. So you touched on them, but we didn't really talk about you know who they are. Yeah. So Team Rocket is uh, this corporation that basically they're trying to take uh, capture strong Pokemon for their own purposes. Uh, and the ones that we see primarily, it's it's ran by the eighth gym leader. Spoiler, uh, which is Giovanni, um, and he uses normal type Pokemon to fight. But uh, Giovanni's like a mob guy, and like and what the people that we see all the time are two people. Uh, one named Jesse and one named James in mm-hmm. the American version, because um, they're thieves and you know, like Jesse James, uh, and they have their meowth that talks. It's a talking meowth. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, and they're just trying. They they see this Pikachu and Ash's Pikachu is pretty special. It's kind of I like to think of it as like a shiny Pikachu because it is very powerful. And they're always trying to capture this Pikachu for the boss because they're Jesse and James were they're like meant to be like some one like you know one of the top grunts but like they kept getting thwarted by like ash and now they're kind of like fools because of it and i think there's like a vendetta because of that oh yeah uh that's why they want to catch this pikachu to like you know get there get it yeah. yeah that's always been funny because like pikachu is such a whatever pokemon yeah you know? uh but you know you it's cute it's yellow it's a mascot yeah mm-hmm. but uh yeah one of the uh the mottos of Team Rocket that you can see on the walls of one of their facilities in the game is steal Pokemon for profit, exploit Pokemon for profit. All Pokemon exist for the glory of Team Rocket. 
Yep. Yeah. It's so funny that they would just put that. (laughs) We're bad, baddie bad boys. In case you were wondering who stole it, we did. It was me, Team Rocket. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, so, t- I mean, <laughs> it feels weird to, like, being like, explain Pikachu, who's, like, the, <laughs> you know, the most famous ever, mm-hmm. but um, let's dive into some of the Pokemon. So, Pikachu, arguably one of the most famous, the mascot, yeah. iconic uh, Pokemon, and we had, I can say that officially because we have Detective Pikachu, so yeah, he's the, oh, yeah. his name yeah, was so, on it, so he is... Yeah. Yeah. The goat. I mean, they created a whole version for Pikachu because there was red, blue, and then we had yellow, yeah. which uh, copied the uh, anime, and you were able to walk around with Pikachu at your side. Mm-hmm. There was a big surf mini game that I was never able to reach. Yeah, everyone talked about it. I could not find the surf mini game. Oh, uh, where was that? Was that Cerulean? No, was I don't even remember what that was. Yeah, oh, was that Cerulean? I, I don't know. Matt, remember how I said I didn't get to play? <laughs> oh, oh, I'm just yeah. rubbing um, it in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, oh man, no, that was a real that was fun. So fun. That was such a fun mini game. <laughs> I remember playing it like 900 hours. You didn't get there? Yeah, no, I did not, unfortunately. Can you describe like starter Pokemon? Yeah. And then how they level up? So every game has, there's three starter Pokemon. The standard is fire, grass, and water. Um, And so in. There's and for every generation of Pokemon, there are different types. You know, there's literally a new generation of Pokemon. In the original, we have Charmander, Squirtle, and uh, Bulbasaur, um, and those evolve. Uh, you know, as as you train them, you get to a certain level, um, and they gain XP. And uh, you can kind of like focus that XP if you want to like gain. You know, maybe you want this one to be like have higher speed. Like it's called EV training, which. We probably skip that because <laughs> um, that's very deep. But. Yeah, it's, that's super deep. But we, we can essentially, uh, just if you're curious, EV training is basically essentially hunting for specific Pokemon with like these hidden stats. Yeah. And you have to, uh, and there's like certain like qualifiers you have to do to train each of those stats. Yeah. It's very, very deep <laughs> in the game. Uh, yeah. And yeah, I remember it was explained to me and it was explained how to do it. And I was like, yeah, I ain't doing all that. Yeah. So with with your starter, you choose one uh, and you get to name it, you know, name it your best friend or just leave it as, you know, or you can name it something funny. So it's every time you're throwing it out, it says something funny. Uh, but you, as you go on your journey, you battle a wild Pokemon that you encounter um, and you battle trainers and they gain experience. And when they get uh, at a certain amount of experience, they level up. Um, and when they get to certain levels, they then they evolve into their next form. Uh, traditionally, there are three forms that they've or two other forms that they evolve to um so usually it's like level starters usually i think it's 18 they evolve into the next form so like charmander will evolve to charmeleon and they believe it's 32 they evolve to charizard um but you can hold off on that if you want if you hold the b button when they're about to evolve um, because if they actually learn moves a little faster and gain a little more xp if they stay in like that form longer so like it might be a strategy to hold the B button and yeah. and like level up and learn some more moves before you evolve. But let us not forget in Pokemon Yellow, if you evolved your Pikachu, it can no longer follow you. And I had so many friends Aww. hurt. And I was like, well, you shouldn't guess it. It's a, it's yeah. a Pikachu walking around. <laughs> I'm on Bulbapedia, which is Pikachu, uh, yes. Pikachu, which oh, yeah. is Pokemon's uh, Wikipedia. Long standing too. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. And it says Pikachu is a short, chubby rodent. <laughs> Yes. Pokemon. It has a small mouth. I love how descriptive <laughs> they are with this. Uh, yeah, one thing to note is that um, Ash's Pikachu 
stays outside of his Pokeball. Yeah. Um, it's probably and, why it's so fit, because all normal Pikachus are really, really cute and, like, uh, chubby, you know? Yeah. So cute. I'm just looking at it, and my little girl self is, like, knows why I didn't take it out of its box. Yeah. Uh, we have to take a really quick break, and then we're going to hop back into Pokemon right after this. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. And we're back. Matt, who are, what are some of your favorite Pokemon? Oh, man. Okay. Uh, this is a great question. I think it's just a lot about people's personalities. Um, you know, but for me, my favorite Pokemon, I have a, a few. I have a lot, actually. But my all-time favorite, I'll start there. My all-time favorite is this a giant sleeping Pokemon named Snorlax. Oh yeah. Yeah. And in, in, in when you encounter it in the game, it's literally a roadblock in the game where you need to wake it up with an item you collect from uh, the Lavender Town Cemetery, uh, like tower, cemetery tower, oh, yeah. called a Poke Flute. And then you need to play the Poke Flute to wake it up. And it's this cute, just like, I don't really know how to, like a bear. Like yeah. A, like a, a panda looking like thing. A, like a half panda looking giant, like, Green and white bear. It's like yeah, Totoro. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> it looks like yeah. yeah. It's completely green and its stomach is white. I love it because he just wants to sleep and like just let him sleep, you know. And yeah. I totally get it. I feel like I relate to him so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he uh, regains health while he sleeps, so that was a real cool. thing. And he has the the psychology effect where he yawns and makes other people sleepy. Yeah. So. <laughs> you want to know one out. of my favorites? I would love to. Yes. <gasps> now you gotta chime in iffy with yours oh man the all time favorite is always gonna be Toxicroak baby nice Toxicroak is top tier Pokemon poisonous has mm-hmm. blades on his hand looks brolic you know yeah. definitely, definitely looking but you know who's that like buff cloud dude he's like a legendary now right I'm talking about Thunderous 
Oh, gotcha. Yeah, 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 is, yeah, 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 well, yeah. no, Ify, this brought up some bad um, freaking deviant art for me. <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh, he said buff, I've typed in buff Pokemon. Who am I, and it's like a thick, oh thick-ass Pikachu and a Speedo. Oh. Who is he with? Oh, boy. Oh, that was great. Oh, I'm, no. I'm, I'm so glad I had you search that just for that reason. What? Oh, my gosh. Oh, this is rough. Oh baby, that's amazing. That is that's gotta be uh, that's that's one of the best pictures. He has I've ever like seen. a twelve pack. <laughs> oh man, it was yeah. I I wish you could just have seen what Danny was forced to see. It was like it's not gonna be in the footnotes. So I'll let you know that right now. But it's too. Oh no, was, I've stumbled on something bad. Oh yeah, no, you're you're that you're walking a path when you look up those. Yeah. Pictures. Oh no, definitely walking a path. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, but yeah. <laughs> I I don't feel good. Yeah, no, okay, never, sorry, never I can't look away. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, I have seen the Magikarp. You that one? Oh yeah, I saw one. the the dude where like they just wear the little fish head yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's like they're super buff. I've seen that cosplay. Yeah, yeah, that's a character in the game. It's yeah. like, mm-hmm. is it like a Magikarp fan? It's or? a fan, and uh, oh, you can find him, and he's just so weird. He he literally wears like a Magikarp like mask. Thing yeah, with big old eyes and he's shirtless and buff, and you can yeah. fight him. Yeah, that was a, one of the most fun. That's also like we talked about being excited about seeing the different Pokemon, but the different trainers you encounter are super fun too. Yeah, yeah, and the, and the different gyms, you know. Yeah. What I love about the gyms is that they're for those of you who don't know, uh, we did, I don't think we mentioned this, but like you're while you're oh, yeah. on this journey, you're trying to collect, uh, to, you're trying to be the Pokemon champion in uh, this region. So in every Every game, there's a different region. So, Which is why there are different Pokemon. Right, exactly. Um, so the first game, you're in the Kanto region. Uh, and in, in this region, you're, you're, you know, in all of them, you're trying to get to the Pokemon League. And in order to, which is this uh, top four elite, this elite four, if you will, literally called the elite four, yeah. uh, of trainers in this region. And you have to battle in order to become the Pokemon champion. Um, to get there, you need to go through... Uh, different towns and fight going to gyms that are specific type gyms like a rock gym or a water gym etc uh, and you have to fight the gym leader there and if you beat them they give you a badge um you know that depicts that you that's shown that you have defeated that gym leader and you're worthy to move on to the next gym yeah and also every gym has a singular pokemon type yeah. which is very important and interesting because you can scuff your run if you pick a pokemon as your starter who is weak to the first gym uh for example i think uh the first gym uh was brock yeah which is rock uh and it's weak against leaf so if you picked bulbasaur you're, you're gonna serve that person up yep but it's uh it's strong uh, and water so squirtle you're good yeah but it's strong against fire so you're gonna have a tougher time when you rock with the charmander yeah exactly man exactly so it's and especially in the early game it's like what do i do oh yeah <laughs> What do I do? What have you done to me, Pokemon? But there's some really great trainers out there, man. Yeah. Uh, the gym leaders, too, are so cool. Like Lance, he's so cool, man. You keep coming back to Lance. He's got a cape, you know. Yeah. He's cute. He's great. Yeah, Lance was like one of the cooler designs. I'm excited about all the new new designs, too. And the, I mean, the new Pokemon, mm-hmm. uh, the region is called the Gala region, and they're, it's essentially uh, the UK. It's ah. like the region's similar. It represents like the UK, basically. Mm-hmm. So it's all like, uh, it's like like stone and like, or not stone, but like uh, brick and uh, there's giant windmills. And it's like, yeah. the, it's like the countryside of the UK. It's really cute. Uh, but the leaders in this, this, and this new game, Sword and Shield, which is the new Pokemon game coming out the in the in November for the Switch, 
it, like the gyms are giant like football size stadiums. Yeah. And you're, it's like an event. It's like it, it's the first time I feel like it's actually like a big big deal. Like and I I feel like that's kind of just finally taking the note from the anime because I feel like in the anime the gyms were such a big ordeal and in, in the games like it, it was cool like you usually every gym starts off with a puzzle you have yeah. to figure out before you get to the gym leader so if you solve the puzzle most times you fight less trainers but mm -hmm. me I was like no I'm gonna just fight all of y'all so me I can too. make sure I'm like high <laughs> enough level you get more XP for fighting trainers than wild Pokemon y'all so. yeah so yeah. you gotta beat them up. Yeah, uh, and, but and I just love in the in this new one. Like you were seeing some really cool guys. Like there's this guy who looks like Mirio, basically, or like Archie. Like, but he's like he's they're saying he's like, he looks like he has like a Canadian like yeah uh -huh. uh, ranger hat and stuff, and uh, he looks really cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we can talk, uh, and this will kind of help us speed along the games because. Uh, but really, for the so that the one other thing we're missing from Pokemon that is across the game is there's usually a legendary. And mm -hmm. the first red and blue and yellow, it was the three birds, Zapdos, Moltres, mm -hmm. and Articuno. That's right. And no matter which game you had, you were able to get all three, as uh, if I remember correctly. Yes, that's correct. Uh, and then it, with, uh, and then after blue, and you had yellow, which was just red and blue, but you had Pikachu on your side. Um, I'm trying to see what what the next run was. Oh, silver and gold. Silver and gold, which had was, uh, Ho Ho and now, uh, Lugia. Yeah. And yeah. that was the first time they split because if you had silver, you can catch Lugia. Yes. If you had gold, you can catch Ho Ho, and that was a big deal because yeah. now it's like you when you choose a game, you're choosing like I know for a fact I'm going with sword because I want a dog with a sword in his mouth. That's literally uh, the legendary. It's, yeah, this, yeah. it's yeah. a giant dog with his huge sword in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Just uh, huge Okami vibes, you know. So, so like that's that's kind of been the real deciding factor going forward after uh, Red and Blue. Yeah. To which game you go with? Yeah, I like Ho Ho a lot. Um, if if you guys have ever seen the first episode of the show, Ho Ho is the is the mysterious golden bird like mm -hmm. Pokemon that Ash sees with Pikachu after he saves Pikachu uh, from a swarm of like bee drills, and he sees it fly over him, and it's like this the the first sign that you know like it's such a rare sight, and that you could catch that Pokemon in the second game. That's a legendary in yeah. gold. Uh, and what a great, what a great yeah. Show. So. One big thing that little Danny remembers was Pokemon the first movie. Yes. So it's had many movies, but I remember the first movie, which uh, came out in 1998. Uh, it actually was released in Japan July 18th of 1998. And then I think we got it in 19... Oh, yeah, it was released May. for us. Uh, actually, November 10th, 1999. Oh, it was in November, yeah. Mm -hmm. It was really interesting. So in Japan, it was Me Too. Mewtwo. Wow. <laughs> Read that too quickly. Mewtwo Strikes Back, uh, which was positive in Japan, but for some reason, for us, it says that it got largely negative reviews, which Little Danny does not remember at all. Yeah, yeah, these are adults. Yeah. These are adults writing this uh, who don't enjoy fun, but it was. Um, Apparently, film critics had a lot of criticism pointed at the anti-violence message in the film about Pokemon. That's hilarious that Americans would be like, it talks too much about anti-violence. We don't like that. We love violence. Yeah. 
And it ended up grossing 172 million worldwide at the box office and sold 10 million home video units in the United States. That's not actually very much at all. That's probably because kids were streaming. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, <laughs> what, what I'm trying to think of what I was using at that time. Was it you, LimeWire. LimeWire. Lime Lime There's another one before LimeWire, too, that I can't remember. Listen, I checked it out from Blockbuster. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we had Pokemon, the first movie. Did you watch all of the anime? Like I watched. You were... I watched most of it actually. Mm-hmm. I watched all the way up through. I want to say when May came in, so that would be. It's not Joto. Uh, no, it was Joto. So like through Jodo, I, I watched like a lot of it, man. Yeah. Um. And like, well, I love. I love. I watched those movies too, and those movies were so cool because. Uh, look, Ash Ketchum might be the goat because you might say he's a bad trainer, but this guy, this guy, I think he's an amazing trainer, and he stops like world ending, like apocalypse yeah. ending stuff. You know, he's a savior. Uh, and do you remember in the first movie, all these movies, you would get a card, an exclusive Pokemon card. Oh, yeah. And I would, I remember that first, was it the first one or second one that had the ancient Mew card? But one of them, you got an ancient Mew card, and it was so cool. I was so excited to get that ancient Mew card. And it looked like all like hieroglyphic and stuff like that, and it was yeah. awesome. Well, what's fun, I mean, Ash, people might say he's a bad trick. Ash is us. You just need to yes. accept it. Like, this is how we would be if we were put into a world where there's literal monsters that you can capture. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, and you're I think not you're always well. going to know what to do. And you'll probably make best friends with, with one that you're supposed to be using, uh, but instead you have him out like a pet dog yeah. all the time. I, and I think Ash kind of, what I love about Ash Ketchum, first off, he's 10 years old, y'all. So I don't know how time works in this universe, but he's 10 years old yeah, he's, and he's and gone he's, through multiple yeah. Pokemon leagues and a, a one he's won the alolan not it's not a pokemon league but it's like their tournament in alola which is uh the sun and moon series and he's like made it to the finals multiple times so he's a very good trainer um but what i love about ash is that he teaches us that you know there's more to pokemon than just fighting and that you know it's about the bond and right. and he teaches us how to how like he sees his friend ah i God, I love this show. He sees his friends who, he, and he sees that he that that friend needs to go in order to grow, and he's okay being like, "It's okay, you go, you grow, you do what you have to do." And like the Pokemon remember that they even come back. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. he lets Butterfree it's, yeah, go. Yeah, that was his first one that oh. he let go. And oh. you know, you're talking about in a way opposite of most people I know. Everyone was like, "He's an idiot." <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they think, Every, yeah. Yeah, I, that's true. People did say that. They give oh, him a yeah. lot of flack for that. Oh, yeah. But even his Charizard, like his Charizard was like got really cocky. His Charizard. Well, uh, that, the Charizard was fun because it it really was the show implementing a game mechanic. And, it is, and it's a good opportunity about, to talk about something that we missed. Because as you noticed, the link cable, we talked about it. You can trade Pokemon. So you might be asking, well, why don't you got a friend who can just trade you all the best Pokemon? And it's because... You, your Pokemon also, for some reason, uh, respects the authority of the gyms. And so your Pokemon uh, will only pay attention to you up to a certain level <laughs> based on the badges you have. Yeah. And there is a added thing because you might be like, okay, well, maybe a few levels higher. Traded Pokemon level up way faster than uh, normally caught Pokemon. So you are also racing against the caught Pokemon speed. So anyway, in the anime, Charizard wasn't listening to Ash because he wasn't a high enough badge level. Exactly. And he let Charizard go. He let Charizard go. And then dumb move number two. But it wasn't because Charizard got to grow, and then Charizard. How that was his last evolution, Matt. Well, he he got to experience. He got to like find his own journey. He got Mm -hmm. to find. He didn't have to be encapsulated like in a zoo. You know, Um, maybe it was a social commentary. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, um, I'm still catching them all. In this world, we got to catch them But all. Charger comes back. In the show, Charger oh, goes yeah. back to Ash, and they kick butt together. Yeah. They rock it. Yeah, they came back right, during right. the Elite Four, right, if I remember correctly? Yeah. No, I was laughing because – sorry, I was laughing because I, I – while we're talking about Pikachu, I just wanted to sum up some of his – the things that he's accomplished. But one of them, he was <laughs> – <laughs> no, I mean, he was listed – I saw that he was listed number eight on IGN's top 25 anime characters of all time. I'm like, number eight? Who's number one? Okay, so- Who in the heck do you think is number one, Iffy? It better be Goku. Yeah, that's why he laughed out loud. You're around here talking. You're on here talking about how Ash is dumb, and they listed one of the most naive characters of all time, who we love because he has a big heart, like Ash Ketchum. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. but it's it's one thing to be dumb and strong, and be dumb, (laughs) and your kid throwing away Pokemon. But Goku, at least, like he he's like what I love about Goku is that he never. You know, he doesn't change who he is. You know, he's an immigrant yeah. and he doesn't change to adapt. He's like who he is. Like, this yeah. is me. Like, deal with it. I yeah. love that, you know? I know, yeah. That, but also, that uh, if I was Goku, I'd only let uh, my Nigerian friends call me Ify Shikude. <laughs> Everyone else has to call me <laughs> Ify. Uh, um, yeah, just touching on some more things from, from Pikachu. He's appeared in The Simpsons many times. Yeah. Uh, he's also a Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade oh, balloon yeah. since 2001. Also, in Topeka, Kansas, the mayor renamed the town to Pikachu for a day. Uh, that's <laughs> adorable. Um, he is known as Japan's uh, answer to Mickey Mouse. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, as yeah, the as iconic as that. he is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, in 2003, Forbes ranked Pikachu as the eighth top earning fictional character of the year. He was also named by Time Magazine in 1999 the second best person of the year. Yeah. Yeah. And now he's got a movie. And now he has. A movie. I don't know if we want to hop in. Do we want to hop into that? Um, we can hop into that, I guess. Right after these messages. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. 
Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. We're back. We're back. We're talking about Pokemon. Before we hop into the movie, though, because this kind of led up to the movie, we have to talk about the phenomenon that was Pokemon Go. Ooh. Oh, yeah. It was kind of cool because it's like so many people, even even people that don't normally play games, yeah. got into it. Yeah. And I think that's really cool. It came out the week of my birthday, and I remember I was working at a post house uh, as a PA, and my friend was an editor there, and and, and like that day was kind of rough for us. And then after, at, you know, towards the end of the night, he was like, you want to go play Pokemon Go at the Santa Monica Pier? And I'm like, yes. And we went. It was like the first week. We went to the Santa Monica Pier. We had our phones out. And the pier was nuts. But yeah. it wasn't just nuts. It was nuts with everyone on their phones playing Pokemon Go. And I'll never forget a war turtle sh- showed up. And uh, and everyone was like, war turtle! And everyone ran over to like to the end of the roller coaster where the war turtle was. And it was like, <laughs> it was like world peace for for like a minute it was so great. yeah no it was so good i remember uh it came out like right before comic con so i remember playing on it at comic con um yeah july 2016 and so like there were things that were popping up at comic con that were so cool but i just one it was funny that it tricked people into exercising and i found yeah. that hilarious yeah. <laughs> uh, like oh, oh wow yeah. i walked i walked nine miles today wow um but also just yeah it was such a community it was so cute to see like moms and and teens and people like running around together and yeah, like you know like, going in groups and right. stuff and uh it also spurred i'm in a pokemon go Facebook. Facebook group it would be like people would be like mm-hmm. oh there's one here and people would you know for safety and whatever would like walk together at night yeah. would go all night trying to find them Niantic yeah. does a really good job of, of their community building because even to this day the, the Pokemon Go communities it might be like it's quiet down a bit on like the macro but if you look yeah. at the you know if you look at it on the inside it's it's still really well, it's popular str- well it's funny because one thing that was uh wild about Pokemon Go is, you know, as much as people want to be like, you, people, when are people going to sit back and enjoy the moment? You know, it was creating these moments for people to interact who would never interact. I remember mm-hmm. when it first came out, I was at this gym and like I was standing in this place fighting and then like some some kids walked up and then some oh, people, yeah. and then like we didn't say anything for a bit and then eventually we were like y'all playing Pokemon Go and then we just had this conversation and it really were these kids who I probably never in my life would have interacted with we had this nice experience and went about our day that, I've, I had this like so many similar experiences like oh, that yeah. it literally brought us together you know uh, and it was cool. It was like Pokemon in the real world. You know, yeah. it was like, oh, you can turn on the AR stuff, and uh, oh, yeah. AR is uh, augmented reality. Oh, yeah. And that means like when I'm looking at my phone, it, it'll use the real world picture, and then there'll be a Pokemon on my phone, like in the real oh, world. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the 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 argument of VR versus AR. VR is a immersive experience that kind of closes you off and puts you in a mm-hmm. specific zone. AR uses the world around you to implement things. Uh, yeah, you know. Uh, we we could do a whole episode. I have lots of thoughts on one versus the other, uh, but yeah. I think they both can exist. I think one's going to be used more as a tool, and the other one will kind of just be entertainment. I'll let you guess which one and which. But uh, you can also check out our VR episode. Oh, yeah, we did do a VR. We're it was extremely educational. 71 episodes in. We are. What are we going to do for episode 100? I think we should do a Tree of Life uh, live episode. Aw, mm, yeah. 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 Well, guys. Um, Detective Pikachu. 
Yeah. So do you the, remember when Ryan Reynolds was announced as the voice of Pikachu? I did, and I was one of like the only people that actually played the video game, and I was like, that's interesting. Uh, but I really, but like, but it was a great move though because it got a lot of people's attention. Yeah, it got like a lot of the people who don't know this game to yeah. pay attention to this. As someone who didn't play, what was the video game about? A similar premise to the movie. Really? Um, the, yeah, the video game is about. It's more of a. Uh, visual novel kind of but like, with okay. like a very minuscule puzzle so it's not as you know strategic as Professor Layden but mm. it's like got that same kind of vibe where yeah. you're, you're going around and interviewing people but you're this character named Tim Goodman um, whose father goes missing uh, mm. uh, named Henry Goodman and Tim um, uh, all, all that Tim rem- knows is that you know he sees this Pikachu and uh, this Pikachu can talk to him and he can only talk to Tim um, they don't know why um, so and they decide to work together to try and discover like what happened to his father. Uh, by doing so, they meet a couple friends in the game that work at this uh, uh, at GNN, which is the news network. Um, <laughs> and like they kind of work together to uncover not only the his the mystery of of his father, but like also of this uh, this drug called R that is making uh, you find out that you know makes Pokemon Go crazy. It's like a it's like a very jokery like oh we're gonna put it in the balloons and it's gonna make the Pokemon Go crazy. Uh, so you're working together to uncover the mysteries, but in the game there's a bunch of micro mysteries in it. So like each chapter is a different like ooh like like uh you know who stole this and like who yeah. or you know where did the missing where's the missing Clefairy or whatever. Um, and I really enjoy that aspect of it. So is it similar to the movie in the sense that one, uh, I mean the movie's been out long enough for spoilers, but yeah. I, the spoiler has already been said, so you just can't answer. I was going to say spoiler alert, but we already said it. Here's what we're going to do. Okay. We're going to bleep the spoiler out, and then this isn't going to be a spoiler, but it's 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 implied but not confirmed in the game. Correct. Okay. You know, but That's, there is that, that the creature, if you guys see it, it does show up, and in, in the game gives Pikachu an option to do something. You don't know what it was, and he, he stays a Pikachu. Whatever that means. For, okay. I guess well, it's still a spoiler. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds and Justice Smith. Yeah. Who you would know from The Get Down and Jurassic World. It's it's funny because that's the second time that's happened. That uh, I'm I'm loving movies using that, but I wonder when it's finally not going to work. But it's the uh, the mixed family fake out where they present to you a a a white person and the child is black and so you're not you're them being related is not on your mind and then they you find out they are and then you're like oh yeah 100% like in uh homecoming like yeah. that's the whole pr- like the only like vulture for a second wasn't even on my mind being related to mj at all not at all and then you see it and you're like oh Hey, yeah. <laughs> so that's a that's a fun fun feature. Yeah. Who are some of the Pokemon that you like seeing in the movie? See, there's so many, <laughs> and what I love about this movie in particular is that people can leave that movie being like, "That was my favorite Pokemon." Like this po- like each Pokemon had its own distinct personality, and was like that. I feel like that was the the obviously the push of it, but every single Pokemon like was so um, unique. To an audience that may never see him before, you yeah. Know? Um, and I thought that was awesome. So for me, uh, in the movie, my favorite Pokemon in the movie has got to be the Bulbasaur's um, <laughs> because they are just so precious. And they, I've never, you know, you see them just like you hear their little meow, you know, like their little like grunts, and they help, they help 
they helped Pikachu and and you know and Tim and I, I just I think they did like the they're just so cute. They're so cute in that movie. My favorite thing about listening to you talk about Pokemon is that it you you talk about them as if they're your children. <laughs> you find it really cute. You're like, you know, they're, they're adorable. You just see them they're and you're so just like, cute. I'm just so proud of them. They're getting so big and strong. They're and just one day going they're... off to grow up <laughs> yeah. on their own. And they're just going to forget me. They're going to leave me. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, what do you think the future of Pokemon is? I mean, Ooh. you talked about the next game that's coming up. Yeah. Uh, do you see? I mean, this this movie did. Uh, it uh, was 431 million worldwide, uh, the tenth highest grossing film of 2019, second highest grossing video game film ad- adaptation of all time. Yeah, um, that's a great question. And because, like, I feel like Pokemon's been. I mean, it's always kind of. It's always been so strong. And I think the future of it. The movie was a huge. A, it's a huge bookmark in Pokemon uh, history because that. I think what's going to happen is that. Is like the taste of here's the world, and they put it in this in the city. The setting is, is Rhyme City, which is a city where Pokemon are out of their Pokeballs, and they don't they don't battle. Battling is illegal mm-hmm. in Rhyme City. I think that was a nice way to introduce to everyone what exactly Pokemon are and what does that mean in this world. Um, and and then out of this, we'll actually get a more traditional Pokemon movie. I think. I need to tell y'all something that I just found. Little Danny was not wrong. Little Danny was not wrong for putting all of her cards in the, her little collecting um, sleeves because mint condition set of Pokemon cards sells for over a hundred thousand dollars. Whoa. Well, do you still have it? No. Yeah, I don't even, maybe my mom. Somewhere. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. That's a lot. I have to go through and go through. I mean, I'd have to go. My mom has like a storage unit where I'd have to essentially like go through relive the trauma of my parents divorce <laughs> to like but you know is it worth a hundred grand maybe maybe i'll just go back in there yeah. um i don't know if i have them to be honest i feel like it was something that i would have given like sold when i was yeah. needing yeah. money in high school or something yeah holy cow I'm so, I, I hope you find them Hopefully those pop up when you need it most, you know? Well, yeah. And a good friend <laughs> of ours need has- most, Danny's When I need him <laughs> In a corner. Hang on. I'm just going to write the next Danny needs script. A, the cards all run out. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's so many Pokemon to touch on. And we didn't- uh, Oh, when I was a nanny, I bought uh, my one of the kids that I nannied for. I bought him. This was back in, let's see, like it would have been 2005. So there's even newer Pokemon since then. But I got him one of those like posters that's like all of the Pokemon. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That's and a they had, sweet. It was massive. And he just like framed it in his room. Um, there's too many. I think, especially with the new game, I think last, before the new game was like, what, 743 Pokemon? And now with the new game, it'll be even more. So yeah. like in the 800s, you know? Maybe I just gave them the starter one. So probably that was the The 151, Mm -hmm. yeah. Let us know what your favorite Pokemon is. We clearly can't touch on all (laughs) 900 of them. Yeah, there are too many Pokemon to touch on. So let us know your favorites and we'll uh, judge you based on that. Yeah. I do have to say my favorite is always the video of the Pikachus in their costume dancing. They're so great. Mm-hmm. They're so funny. Yeah. I love it. And, oh, my mom was really excited because she got a picture with, with Pikachu at SDCC. Oh, yeah. I brought oh, her for nice. the first time. Well, it's not her was first time. Was it midsummer she... Pikachu that was running around? Yeah. That was a midsummer Pikachu. No, that wasn't it, but that is wild. Yeah. That's funny. What, you, wait, you mean, wait, what are you talking about? I'll show you a picture. Okay. Um... <laughs> Matt, where can everyone find you? Guys, you can find me at the Matt Acevedo on everything. 
That's that's it now. Yeah, the amount of tomato. And uh, um, can I can I plug a? Of course. course. Oh, sweet. Um, we have a show where we talk about like uh all characters, including Pikachu and Ash, on on the Ultimate Fictional Character Podcast, where we you know pull four characters from a bucket of from everything manga, uh, commercials, TV, movies, and we it's not a strength battle. It's more of like a a discussion on who that's awesome <laughs> on who is the who do we think is the best character what makes them great it's more of a celebration of them and we like elim- it's like bracket style elimination style and we already have a winner for season one so Ooh. yeah check it out you ultimate fictional character podcast it's fun all right and you know me if you way on twitter and instagram i f y n w a d i w e if d's on twitch come through come through and this has been a busy uh all, July, I can feel it. The subs dropped. Some of y'all forgot that I'd be streaming. Come in there. Bring those Prime subs. Look, if you got an Amazon Prime account, you already have a Twitch Prime account. Join Twitch. Connect your Amazon account. Come to my page. Slim, smash that, that sub button, and you have to come back every month. Don't forget. I'll keep reminding you. You know I love you. I'm at Ms. Danny Fernandez, M-S-D-A-N-I-F-E-R-N-A-N-D-E-Z. Uh, thanks to everyone, again, that's been buying merch and, and giving it to your loved ones. We love seeing you in it. Shout out to Aiden getting Ziggy5 for getting a tattoo of Nerdificent. Got that's a Nerdificent awesome. tattoo. It is yeah. wild. We appreciate it so much. And I shared it on my page. I couldn't find you, though, on Instagram. So, Aiden, if you want me to share it again. Let me know what your Instagram handle is. And (laughs) as always, as we say, stay nerdy. Stay nerdy. Stay nerdy. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. So I, I know you've got a lot going on. But remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening, because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better, because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7.